Fans, before we get to today's episode with AZ Compass Prep's own Peter Caffey, we want to make you aware that at time of this episode's release, Max Preps has AZ Compass Prep ranked number two in the country. Congratulations to those guys. Can't wait to see what they do moving forward. And we hope you enjoy today's episode. Fans, teachhoops.com slash 816 basketball has all the resources that you need to be a better coach, period. Today's basketball coaches are dedicated, year-round workers who face fierce competition to keep their jobs. And excellent instruction is out there, but finding it is inconvenient, unorganized, and it can be hit or miss. So visit teachhoops.com slash 816 basketball. Sign up for the free trial. You're going to want to go past that free trial. We guarantee it. And be sure to join our good friend Billy Kegler on the Competitive Mindset Podcast where guests share how they differentiate themselves and achieve high levels of performance through the lens of motivation, competitiveness, and mindset. Join along on the journey to lifelong learning and improved performance with the Competitive Mindset Podcast. Follow on social media at CompetitivePod. Hello and welcome to the Greatest Games Podcast, brought to you by 816 Basketball. I'm one of your hosts, Brian Rosefield, and I'm joined by my co-host, Chris de Blasio. Thank you, Brian. Pleasure to be here on the Greatest Games Podcast. A chance for us to catch up with coaches from around the country and have them tell us about their greatest game. As always, it can be their time as a high school coach, a college coach, a JV coach, or a coach of one of the most successful prep schools in the country. Just that, whatever game they consider to be their greatest. That is right, Chris de Blasio. And I tell you what, I do believe this is episode 96 of the Greatest Games Podcast. Again, congratulations, Chris de Blasio. Just hats off to you um, for, for 96 episodes. But this is the first time we're going to the beautiful state of Arizona. He is the program director and a coach for AZ Compass Prep, Peter Caffey. Welcome to the Greatest Games Podcast. Appreciate you guys, Brian. Thanks for having me, Chris. It's a pleasure. Uh, looking forward to speaking with you guys. All right, Coach, let's jump right into it. I, I You know what? I, usually we ask about people's journey in coaching and how they got to where they are today. But you're at such a unique school. I'm going to go ahead and put you on the spot a little bit here. The mission statement for AZ Compass School is a unique concept school focused on academics, arts, and athletics designed to provide excellence and responsive education services to at-risk students and families who are seeking successful pre-professional career preparation experience without sacrificing post-secondary education opportunities. Talk about the uniqueness of this school and what you guys are trying to accomplish with that mission statement. Well, the mission here is uh, no kids get left behind. And, uh, and we have a great, a tremendous staff. Uh, you know, I've been here going on my fifth year. When I first got here, uh, you know, the school's been here for 10 years. So I came with the basketball idea. But, uh, you know, the people that run the school, they're, they're heavily big on academics. So, you know, we wanted to kind of bridge the gap with uh, academics and athletics. Uh, and I think over the past four years, we've been able to do that. But the mission here is to get every kid that's eligible to, you know, to, to graduate high school and, and get a, you know, a, you know, a college education. Uh, that's our goal, you know, to do whatever it takes to, to, to get them on that path to, you know, get them to a division one school or whatever the school of their choice. Um, so we've been really, really successful at doing that. Uh, the last past three season, our team GPA has been over a well over 3.4. 
Uh, and that's just a credit to our amazing, uh, you know, educators we have, uh, you know, when our kids, since we travel a lot, uh, when we're on the road, uh, doing our study halls, you know, some of our teachers are, you know, always online helping us, making sure the kids are doing their ingenuity, doing their work. So like I said, the mission here is education first. Uh, it's non-negotiable. Uh, also, you know, since the school is pretty much a boutique school, you know, I think it's around 520 something kids that are in the school. So that means the class sizes are smaller. So which allows our student athletes to get a lot of one-on-one help. Uh, and that's, you know, that's a good thing, you know, especially when you have this type of schedule that we're playing every year. Uh, but it, it's just been a blessing uh, being at AZ Compass Prep. Chris bringing the heat right out the gate. Hey, he's right. <laughs> just kind of bantering a little bit, but he went right at it. So he's coming. I like it too. <laughs> I'm going to follow it up with a little bit of, um, I guess a question about how you coach your guys, how coach Gibson coaches the guys, even down from Zive as a, in the administration, uh, you know, and I full disclosure as our listeners may or may not know that AZ compass prep, uh, was, was gracious enough to come to the bash this year and would just absolutely love having you guys watching you guys play your kids, play their tails off. And I remember you and I talked months before and you said, Brian, we coach our guys hard. I'm thinking, okay, yeah, I'm sure you do. But coach, you coach your guys hard. And so I'd love to hear more about the philosophy with basketball, what y'all are really trying to do with your kids and really talk talk more about coaching those guys that hard. Well, it's a culture thing. Uh, You know, our head coach, Ed Gibson, uh, man, he's just a tremendous guy to work with. Uh, I mean, he's a tough-nosed coach. And he actually cares about these kids. You know, most of the time when you're in this business, you're looking at who's really good, who can I just, you know, ride their coattails to college and try to get the next job. You know, our head coach is not about that. You know, he's always going to shoot you straight, uh, you know. And the kids love that. You know, these kids are willing to run through a wall for our coach. Uh, and that's just the culture he has built here at AZ Compass. And we follow suit, you know, in our other system, we follow suit. And, and the first thing is when our kids get to campus, uh, we literally tell them this is bigger than you. <laughs> this is bigger than you. And not everybody is for us in terms of basketball players. Uh, we go after a certain individual and we pride ourselves on character. One thing that uh, our head coach do uh, before practice and before a game Oh, we have these little life lessons. And I think it's very important when you're dealing with young men to just talk about life. You know, not everybody's going to have the opportunity to bounce this ball at the highest level. So we talk about how to use it as a tool to get a free education, college, and then hopefully put yourself in a position to provide for your family. So I think he, you know, he does a really, really good job, you know, every day being consistent with the message. And then for us, man, every practice is like a war. I feel like our practices are like better than the games because you get better at our practice. Uh, he demands nothing but perfection. And I, like I said, our kids that we go after, you got to be coachable. You got to have a, you know, a purpose. You got to be a good student first. And if you can't, if you don't have those qualities, it's hard for us to really, really, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, pretty much give you what you are coming to prep school for. And I, and I, like I said, you know, we do a really, it's a culture thing. We do a really good job just breaking guys down from the start, uh, getting into our, 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 our you know, weight program, whatever it's, you know, our preseason workouts or, you know, waking up early in the morning, running the hills, whatever that may be, you know, things that's going to build 
you know, the character in these kids. And uh, and that's why you you see us, you know, you know, throughout the year, we've been very, very successful winning games. And they start doing the season, started when we were recruiting guys, going after the right guys, you know, and getting these guys in here, programming these guys how to play together. You know, it's, it's one thing when you get all these top players, right? But you get all the top players, but when you're not winning games, none of that matters. But, you know, I credit, you know, my hats off to Coach Gibson, you know, getting talent and being able to get the best out of talent. And uh, like I said, we, you know, we practice, you know, each and every day, at least our practices are normally two hours. And it's just like, kids are like, just like beating each other up and we love it. And that's why when we step on the court, we feel like we can beat anybody because, you know, we already been through it doing practice. So that's the culture we, you know, Gibson has built and that's the culture we we're building here at AZ Compass. I love hearing that, Coach. Someone I've heard multiple people say this. But I remember one time, Coach saying that the game is the fun part. Like the game should be easy. If you practice yeah. hard, then the game—that's heck, that's fun. Go out and do that because you practice your butt off for it. Yeah. Um, you you obviously have a lot of recruitable, highly recruitable athletes that that you guys coach. How do you guys counsel them during the recruiting process and and you know kind of weed through some of the BS that comes with that? I mean, like I said, Chris, not everybody is for us. And we know that, you know, we've been approached by multiple, you can call it, uh, you know, guys that are helping these kids out and, you know, other people got their demands and this and that, and we don't engage in stuff like that. Uh, you know, you got to go after the right guys. You got to be able to recruit families, right? You, you want to make sure dad, mom, everybody's on the same page. Cause at the end of the day, this is all about the kid getting the best experience. So I think that's the first step to getting a good player. And obviously, you know, at our level, you got to be able to, you know, shoot the ball, dribble the ball and be able to dunk the ball. But, you know, I think the one thing that we don't compromise is the integrity of who we stand for. Uh, but I think now when you, you know, built a, 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 a good program like we have built, I think parents and other people start taking notice and everybody want to be around success. And I feel like we've been doing a really, really good job. Uh, you know, last, the first year that we really started getting high level players I want to say a couple of years ago when I went down to uh, Vegas and got the kid Frankie Collins and you and I know uh Brian when you start getting some of these kids that are top ranked they want to have their friends come with them so Frankie was able to get two or three of his friends from Vegas they came along and that's how we this thing really really got rolling you know uh so now for us is I think it's kind of easy getting the players that we want because we have a good brand and and we stand for something and Kids know when they come here, you're going to get, you know, 24 hour access to three of our facilities. You're going to get fed three times a day. You know, you're going to get, you know, trainers that are like at, you know, a point guard uh, position trainers at each position. Uh, so we got everything here for a, a student athlete to be successful. You know, a lot of these prep schools don't offer a brick and mortar school. We do. Uh, kids get the chance to interact with other students that are just going to school just to, you know, just to get a good education. So I just feel like when you start checking all the boxes, you know, from an education standpoint, we check those boxes from, you know, getting better skill development and, and all that other stuff. You know, we check those boxes, uh, you know, weight room, we check that box. Um, you know, I just feel like it's just so easy now to get on the phone with a mom or dad and let them know, hey, man, you you take a chance on us. This is what's going to happen. So. 
Well, you, you've got tons of kids that are taking chances on you guys. And, you know, Chris, I'll, I'll tell you the story and Peter knows it and that he'll, he'll know it better than I will. I believe it was the last game uh, of the bash this year. AZ Compass Prep beat, beat my Ridgeview guys. And uh, our, our committee picked a player of the game, which we always pick a player of the game. And uh, in this case, we picked Ty Ty Washington, who is a fantastic guard that uh, AZ Compass has. And he had 14 points, six rebounds. You're looking at stat line. He, he's a great leader, great kid. And we called his name out to, to be the player of the game. And he, he just kind of did one of these just hand wave things like, nah, 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 I don't want it. I don't want it. He, give it to my teammate. I think it might have been that he gave it to Glenn, if I remember right. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. He gave yeah. it to Glenn. And, 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 and that's what I'm saying, Brian, is like, those type of kids, you got a kid you know, that got a future to play at the next level. You know, it's not about him. It's never been about an individual at our program. And that's why I feel like, you know, God's been able to bless us. You know, uh, you know, Tata could have went up there and took the picture and received another MVP award. But he knew that we would have never won that game without Glenn's uh, contribution. So and he felt like, hey, I already got it yesterday. Let my brother eat, you know, and that's the model that we have here. You know what I'm saying? We all want to be successful. So, uh, you know, these kids are like team first, me second. So and that's kind of hard in this day and age because you're in, a, in an era of a millennial where these kids are all about me, 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 me. You know, you can lose a ball game as long as I get my number, I'm, I'm good. But that's not the culture over here. It's winning first, team first and everything else second. And, uh, and that's how we roll, man. That's how we roll. And. And, you know, we've been able to, you know, win in both departments. We've been able to win as a team. And we've been able to get these kids individually where they want to be. You know, Tata came to us. He was ranked. When he first came to us, he was ranked 134 nationally. Uh, to start off the year this year, he was ranked 80-something. And now he's top 30 on every recruiting uh, service. So, you know, we get the best out of our kids because we have professionals that are invested in these kids from – you know, their physical trainer to their skills trainer to the educators to our coaches, um, you know, and Brian, know when Brian and I talk, I told Brian, hey, hey man, you get in a team that's going to come out here, it's going to compete and we're going to be good this year. And I spoke it into existence because I knew what I was dealing with. So uh, great character kids we have here. Well, and I could hear it in your voice too, Peter. And I listen to it running a, a national event like I do. I hear it often <laughs> we especially around the around the bash we get dm'd a lot and that's great we want yeah. we want teams to want to come and you know and all that but i could tell listening to you and then it, and watching it just really come to fruition and then uh just watching it and i was a defensive guy uh when i was coaching yeah. and watch y'all just absolutely squeeze every bit of defense out of your guys and coach just get upset if a kid would catch a catch a ball on the wing just you know without a hand in the lane like what are you you know, and it's just like just it's real basketball. And as we've talked with some of our guests, even really off the air about the state of the game um, and why some guys get into the game and why some guys try to stay in the game. If they're trying to get get, a, get the next job, get the next job or whatever. It's really refreshing to see a school like you guys do it the right way and teach you guys and teach the game. But anyway, Flaws, take it away. I know I'm, I'm stepping on your toes. <laughs> I know you're doing fine. So, Coach. As you know, the name of the podcast is The Greatest Games. Uh, yes. And like you talked about at AZ Compass Prep beforehand, we were talking about you guys travel nationally and play play some great teams. So I'm sure you've been a part of some just amazing games. Why don't you take us through what maybe has been your greatest game there at AZ Compass Prep? And it could be beating Ridgeview hey, by 100 points. Nah, at the nah, that was, <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. I think Ridgeview, 
we were kind of scared of, be honest with you, when we played Ridgeview. <laughs> and, you know, defensively, we had it pat down. We we knew what they were on offensively, and so our defense kind of won that game for us. But the greatest game, oh, I would say it was – I went, it might be greatest games, but it was against the same school. So Dream City is like our arch robbery over here in Arizona, and they got a really good team, and Coach Kyle Weaver does a, a really tremendous job with those guys, and they're having a, a really, really good season this year. So the state of Arizona and everybody, they usually come out for this game, and – uh, we played them the first time and in this uh, Boulder League deal. And the same scenario, uh, you know, they were up, but I want to say nine points with like one minute and 30 seconds left. And we just kept getting stop after stop after stop. We ended up winning that game. But my greatest game was when we played them again in our league. We have this league called the Grand Session League. We played them. Uh, it was a pack house. Uh, the whole, you know, entire game was back and forth. And then in the fourth, in, the, in like the last four minutes of the game, they just kind of ran away with the game like they did in a boiler league. So when we looked up, it was like a nine-point lead, and I literally was like 55 seconds. So we called a timeout, uh, and I literally looked Tata in the eyes. He was like, Coach, we're going to win this game. I'm like, you're crazy. First of all, it's not that many possessions. We're down <laughs> nine. You're talking about we're going to win this game. And we got out there, and I think something happened. We got to stop. He went and hit a couple of free throws, and we put the press on him. He got the steal, threw it down. Javon Small went and got the dunk. And he looked at me. I was like, whoa, this is kind of crazy now. So a nine-point lead now is down to five, and it's like 30-something seconds. And I'm like, well, but still, all they got to do is just get fouled and make free throws. We're done. <laughs> right? And, uh, and I don't know what really happened. I think it was another bang-bang play. Uh, we came down. Uh, got fouled and hit two free throws. So now we're only down by, like, I want to say three. Uh, we fouled them to win. Arthur hit one out of whatever. And we came down and hit uh, a three, I want to say. I might be wrong, guys. I hit, we hit a three. And we went up by – no, we hit a two. Yeah, we hit a two. So we're up by two now. They were down by two. And we had to foul, so we fouled Arthur again. He got fouled. He went one for two, so it was a three-point ball game with, like, eight seconds left. And you know who we're going to put the ball in, <laughs> in his hands? It's Tata. So we put the ball in his hand. He came down, got a pick and roll, boom, hit a three, went to overtime. We won a game. To this day, one of the greatest games I've ever coached in. Like, I couldn't believe with 50-something seconds. And the reason that made that game so, like, amazing because was the fact that I looked Tata in the eye and he was like, Coach, we're going to win this game. With 50-some seconds left when we're down by nine. I've never seen nothing like that. We came back, we won the game, and I feel like that started this run, right? After that game, we just went on a crazy run. We went, I think, won our last 16 games and lost this past weekend to Montverde in the overtime. But, you know, that game was just so special because it was like, you know, it's bragging rat rights, you know, you know, they got a really good team and we got a really good team. It's battle for Phoenix, the grind session, who's number one, who's this. And for us to win that game and it show our resiliency, right? Not giving up, you know what I'm saying? Believing, you know what I'm saying? Because we practice this each and every day in practice. If you're down, we know we usually have these little late game situation that we do. We'll put five, you know, 50 seconds or 30 seconds on the clock. One team is up by this much and this other team got to get stops. And for us to get those many stops in a row and did what we had to do in that little amount of time, greatest game ever. You can't tell me nothing. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> so, can't tell me nothing, Brian Chris. That's the greatest game I've ever been around. Better been involved in. I don't. I'm afraid to ask a question because that story is <laughs> almost just perfect. But I, that was, yeah. I, I love that so much. You know, Coach. I, I, but I do want to ask this question um, about Ty Ty, and again, being able to see him in person the the way he carries himself and again that selflessness to be able to give away a player of a game um type award how does how does a kid do what he did when he looks at you and says we got this coach is, is that is that is that something that's coached into him is that something that's bred into him is that something is with his upbringing i'm always looking for kids like that what how does that happen He's a winner, Brian. Like, I've been around. You know, I've been blessed to coach at Finley Prep, and also I coached at a high school in Minneapolis, Cooper High School. We had some really, really good players. At Finley Prep, I had guys like Kelly Oubre, Rashad Vaughn, you know, P.J. Washington, you know, the list goes on, Alonzo Trier. I haven't seen nothing like this kid before. And the reason why I'm saying that is, like you say, he's selfless. He's a team guy. And this whole summer – during the pandemic, we had some pros out here this summer. We had guys like James Harden and Rudy Gay and those guys. And due to the pandemic, nobody had, like, facilities for them to use. My facility was open, so we used to have a little open gym. And he was winning games among those guys. Like, he's such a winner. He does any and everything to win. And that's the reason why. And sometimes when, when, it, when, when it comes to winning, people always think it happens on the court. But it happens when people are not paying attention. And, like, the stuff that he did for Glenn, those little things empowering your teammates and letting them know, hey, man, I really appreciate you doing what you did. You're the reason why we won. I may have the name because who I am, but you were, you know what I'm saying? He does that. He uplifts everybody. And he's such a good kid. He's a winner, man. He's a true definition of a winner. Even in practice, yo, I'm telling you, this kid is so competitive. Some of our practices, Brian, Chris, I'm telling you, if you watch, you'll be like, wow. Like, and, and we got really good players. But I remember the first couple months of uh, pre to preseason, this dude didn't lose a game. And he took it personal. Like, he went uh, <laughs> he threw all his teammates just to get his respect. But uh, he's a good kid. He's a winner. You know, we're blessed to have him. Uh, you know, great family. You know what I'm saying? Mom and dad, great people. Uh, you know, Tata just, you know, I, I, you know. Creighton got a a, a, a a blessing of the century, <laughs> to be honest with you, because that kid didn't know how to play b-ball. Talk about a kid that's got, you know, positional size at 6'4", 6'5", can shoot the three ball. He's a playmaker. Defensively, he's locked in. You know what I'm saying? So we're we're blessed, man. Like, this season, like, we're blessed to have him. We're blessed to have all the other kids we have. But Tata is a really, really special soul, and it just doesn't start on the court. It's the little thing that he does that make me like, yo, he's something different. Well, and that's sounds, why he just keep going up. It sounds like Coach McDermott is getting a great one, and Coach McDermott does a great job there. Creighton. He does a great job. He's yep. one of the best coaches in the country. But we've 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 had this situation before, Brian. I know we've talked about it. When a player looks at you and says that, and that feeling as a coach that the kids and not just Ty Ty, but the who was the coach, Brian? Was the guy? Um, I was a guy from Passaic High School who was uh, talking about his game against Clifton. I can't remember the coach's name. Yeah, Pamakala. And he was saying that when the kids took over, he felt like his kids finally got it. Like, he didn't have to coach. So when Ty Ty said that to you, did you guys just look and be like, all right, well, you guys got it, you know? Like, let me get out of the way as the coach. Like, what's that feeling like when when you realize the kids have it and you're like, hey, I just got to sit here and not screw it up? Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, right there, when, like I said, when we connect eyes, 
I, I just I just felt like, you know, the only thing now that we needed was to just get them on the court, make sure we have a timeout or two left, get out the way, you know, so don't try to do anything crazy, let the kids play. The only thing we were big on was, like, everybody has to just get locked in, locked in. We knew if we would have got stops, that was it. Uh, but, yeah, offensively, I told Coach, I was like, we ain't joining up nothing. Give the ball to Tata and yeah. just get out the way. <laughs> Give the ball to Tata and just get out the way. But, like I said, his, these kids are so connected together, right? Like, so, like, if you watch some of our games, there'd be games where Tata only scored, like, 14 points. Then you have Javon Small with 20 points, Glenn Taylor with this, Alden Applewhite. So, it's a committee, but – you know, like these kids are just all bought in. But like you're right, man. And whenever our kids, like you connect eyes, when they connect the eyes, I told our head coach, I say, hey, man, last second left, we ain't doing no back screen, no side screen, no ball screen. Get out the way. Let him go hit a three. <laughs> and he came down and hit a three over Arthur Columba and to send the game over to overtime. But yeah, man, this kid is a winner, man. Blessed to have him on our team. He's all right. You, uh, Brian, yeah, sorry. I, I want to jump in here real quick. You, you talk about we had uh, recently, uh, you know, Tony McIntyre, who's at Orangeville Prep, and he talked about the the state of Canadian basketball, which has been really good for a long time. And, um, you know, it was episode 94. So you mentioned Dream City, now obviously AZ Compass. So give us briefly just kind of the state, the state of Arizona basketball right now and all the incredible things that are going on right now just in the state in general with hoops. First, uh, I forgot to uh, mention uh, Arizona Conference is uh, located in Chandler, Arizona, which is uh, the one that says 15 minutes from Phoenix. Uh, so we uh, we've been here over 10 years now. The school has been here over for, uh, 10 years. Uh, but before we came here, it's always been uh, it's Hillcrest was the was the was the name was the household name. Uh, and, they, and they're still doing a really, really good job. I think they just got a big win over uh, Seattle Rotary. Uh, so you got us, uh, Dream City, uh, Hillcrest, uh, Phoenix Prep. Phoenix Prep is another really good team. Uh, my buddy out there, John Ortega, he does a really good job. Um, so we got those guys. But the basketball is so good now, uh, just from, uh, you know, just from a competitive standpoint. Uh, like, every team here is really good. You know, Hillcrest, they got the kid Michael Foster. Dream City got multiple five-stars in Alta Coloma and, and the kid Sharp. Um, you know, and you got us too, and even Phoenix Prep got their, you know, fair share of Division One players. But this is a basketball state, and you know, everybody, you know, the parents, the coaches are all invested. Uh, so we don't have to go too far to play a lot of games, because uh, you can get a lot of games here. But it's just a, it's just, it's a great state, and it's a great time to be a coach in the state of Arizona. Uh, like I say, every, 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 every team here is like super competitive, and, and we all get after it. It sounds like it's a, 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 a grind, but a fun grind coaching against all those schools. Coach, we talked, we've talked so much about your school here today. When um, I'm going to end this with a little different question. When a, people come see AZ Compass Prep play, and Brian talked a little bit about it, when they leave the gym, what's the one word or one phrase you want them to associate with AZ Compass Prep? Play together, you know. These guys play together. I mean, and you can see it, you know, defensively, we're connected. We all play together. Uh, you know, our guys are taking charges. Uh, our hands are out in the passing lane. Uh, offensively, you know, we I don't know, you watch the game against Sunrise Christian. 
but we had over 25 assists uh, just moving the ball. You know, we believe in the next man, the next pass, you know, you know, turn out a good shot for a great shot. So together is my word. Everything we do is together. Uh, you know, when you watch it, that's the first thing people would say, wow, you guys do play the game the right way. And, you know, we don't take this thing for granted. We appreciate every blessing that we have been given. So we, you know, our kids understand the magnitude of playing together and the magnitude of doing everything together. And uh, that's one thing, man, when you watch this play, you're going to be like, those guys are connected. They, they are together. And, and and that's what we've been preaching, you know, before the season started and it's, and it's showing now. Well, I, I could be a walking billboard for AZ Compass um, because <laughs> everything you're saying I've, I've been able to experience and uh, the world is going to see more of AZ Compass. And uh, we just we can't thank you enough for coming to the bash. And then we can't thank you enough for for coming on the show. Peter, this has been this has been really great. Uh, really, really appreciate you doing this with us. Man, it's been fun, man. Y'all got to have me back again, Chris. And Ryan, man, like I love <laughs> Listen, y'all got me real hyped when I was talking about that greatest game, man. Like, <laughs> wow. I had a lot to say, too. But, no, man, this has been fun. Uh, you know, appreciate you guys having me. Brian, let's try to get it done so we can be back in South Carolina for the bash. Uh, I got some uh, on my, under my sleeve. Trust me, I got I got some stuff up my sleeve in terms of players. So, the bash is going to be happy to have us there next year. And uh, just appreciate you guys having, having me on this show. Well, we appreciate you too. Maybe maybe we could do a group show. We get Zai and Coach Gibson, Jeremy. We get you all. Get Let's the whole set it up. Here, but no, Let's set it up. Send the link to all of them. Trust me. You know, uh, uh, Pope is the one that, that, that love to talk, and he's really good at talking too. And I love to talk too, but, you know, get all of us. You'll have a really, really great show. Because I know I, I left out a few things, but, uh, you know, just, like I said, a tremendous group of guys that we have working, you know, for AZ Compass. And, uh, you know, thank, thank you again for having me. Yeah, well, we will we will definitely set that up. For now, we will go ahead and wrap this one up. For my co-host, Chris de Blasio, I'm Brian Rosefield, and thank you for listening to this episode.